Hey, welcome to an episode of Quincy Talks, where I take a conversation I had with a with an individual that I thought was powerful, impactful, or valuable, and uh, we break it down and reshare it here on Perfect Soccer Radio. Some conversations are recent, some are conversations from the past, but regardless, these are conversations we believe are valuable in their own ways to everybody at different points in time in their process. If you listen to this episode and you learn or gain anything of value or gain any insights, we'd love for you to reach out to us and let you let us know what you've learned as well as leave a comment or a review on the podcast or platform that you're currently listening. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. What's up guys? It's Paul here. Uh, this is another episode of Quincy Talks. Quincy forgot uh, his timing or what time zone he was in and he started his Ask the Soccer Pro show one hour early, so we turned it into a Quincy Talks, and hope you guys enjoy it, because Quincy was in his own head. Cap S. Sang, what's going on, Hara Hermano? What's happening, McNasty? What's good? If you guys can hear me all right, drop me like a, some thumbs up or something, so I know we're not having any... Uh, technical difficulties. Edgar, what's going on? McNasty, drop them. I'm in your head emojis. Love that. Uh, Bronx Doritos, the Bagan... Baganol team? Coach Edgar Pogba Jr. What's up, everybody? Hope you are doing well. David, thank you, Cap, for the thumbs up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you very much. How's everybody doing? Um, as you are all joining in, as you can see, we've got a special guest for today's episode 136 of the Hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. So looking forward to Sebastian Elney joining in, and I'll have to ask him if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, because I might not be, and that's not good if I'm not. Uh, Coach Edgar asks, how's it going? It is going very well. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited for... Uh, today's guest, David, dropping the mime in your head emojis. What's up? What's up? Um, yeah, while uh, while we wait for our guest of honor to arrive, um, what's been going on in your guys's your guys's neck of the woods? What's been going on? I'll give you guys let me give you a couple updates on some stuff, right? Yo, uh, uh we just we're up here in um. We're up here in Tacoma. We just played Tacoma last night um, to a 0-0 draw. We had some good opportunities where we could have could have got a got the the three points on the road, but unfortunately we weren't able to see it out, or we saw it out. We saw it the game like veterans, right? Made sure that we uh, we we secured a clean sheet here on the road. But at this point in the season, the W's we got to get those W's so we can make this make the playoffs here. Uh, we got two more games left in the season. Uh, this was the starting lineup last night. If you have uh, been following uh, my career at all for any amount of time, you know I was with the Colorado Rapids back from 2010 to 2012. That's where I met uh, a familiar face you might see in that lineup. Uh, Joseph Nane uh, was uh, my teammate with me back in the Rapids back in the day. He is now officially and has been officially with uh, the roots here, um, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that's the first time JoJo and I have started on the same team in I think almost like nine years. So look at it all come in full circle. Um, uh, so it was, it was it was a cool moment for me to see him um, on the field and and us on the on the pitch together on the same team because um, it has been quite some time so I don't know if anybody ca- caught the uh, the live the live game over on um, on ESPN plus but that's where you can check out those games if at if you guys are wanting to follow us for here for the rest of the season um, hey Nia good to see you as well how are things be- how are things going how's your training been? Any new developments or opportunities that have been coming about? Uh, Pogba Jr. said, I had missed last week show because my phone had stopped working. Well, I'm happy to see that the phone is back up and running and you are, you are here with the team. 
Um, let's see. Let me let me make sure we're good to go with everything else on um, on today's show, guests. So, like I said, Sebastian Elney will be joining us here live, or the plan is for him to join us here uh, live. Um, hopefully, he's not running into any technical issues joining us here on on Instagram. Um, so, while I while we're kind of giving you guys an update on what's going on in the soccer world and or my soccer world and and all of that, let me send a quick message to Serena and see um, where we're at with stuff. Let me see that. Serena is on So let's see. So send out that message. We'll see. Like I was saying, Jojo. Joseph Nani, uh, the, the 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 Colorado Rapids connect uh, coming back together uh, was has been um, pretty dope, and we need to get JoJo to do a Perfect Soccer podcast episode. By the way, so we need to get uh, we need to get this man on a on social media and on a podcast episode. I don't know if he has Instagram or not, but if not. You don't want to get him uh, one here soon. Okay, cool. Uh, ETA. Let me say ETA. Just so I can plan with Okay, let's see. Okay, so let's see what we got here. Yeah, Serena has confirmed. She says uh, Sebastian should be joining us here soon. And uh, yeah, if any, if you guys got any questions for Sebastian, right, uh, drop them in the question box here as well too. So um, we've got those ready to go. And um, you know what it is. We're going on an MSL journey with Sebastian. He was on uh, the Perfect Soccer Podcast episode 36. Um, what's been interesting to see is uh, I think he shot that pre or during pandemic and now we're we're a little bit i don't know it depends on where you're at if you're post pandemic but more more with regard to some of his his answers to his questions of where he was at at that point in time and seeing what he's been developing um since then uh and i'll i'll be kind of giving a little bit more background as to what he's been working on uh with his with his intro once he joins joins here let's see let's see uh, Coach Edgar said, I just landed a new coaching job with this new soccer club called Hammond FC out of um, Hammond, Indiana. Congratulations on securing that new job. Let's see. Uh, Pogba said, I had, I also had a work trip in Atlanta last week, Sunday, and I'm going back for next week, next work trip tomorrow. Okay, nice. Hey, work got something got something to do, places to be, business to attend to. Love that. Ania said we are still going, getting ready to go out to Spain beginning of next month. Excited for the new adventures. Congratulations. Uh, when did that all come together? How did you secure that opportunity out in Spain? I know you sent some uh, of your questions and feedback to our contact at PerfectSoccerSkills.com address. I appreciate that, and uh, I know I was able to have a, a look at a little bit of what you had put together. Uh, but what did you ultimately finish putting together, and how did you make those connections? Um, Coach Edgar said, when are we getting Ross back on here? Miss that guy. I do too. But look, you guys already see we got one. We got one of the, the Colorado Connect back on the platform with uh, JoJo joining us here. And, uh, and like I've been alluding to and letting you guys know, we got to get Ross back on here, go spam his Instagram account and demand that he re-attend and come back because the people want it. Uh, I think he, he connected with Serena and discussed that he's definitely down to join back up on, um, IG live and, and chop it up with you guys here. So I think it's just a matter of, uh, coordinating schedules and making it, making it something that he can, um, he can, uh, or 
I wouldn't say commit to because he's already said he's down to come back and do that, and he wants to. Uh, it's more so just like a regular cadence so you guys are knowing when you can catch him. Um, and uh, hopefully we, do, we never lose him again, right? Uh, so, okay, Coach, said, Coach Edgar said, I, I know uh, I talk to him from time to time. Um, I will have to keep bugging him on that. Exactly. Hey, tell the people want him back. He needs to come back. He, you know, he retired from his from the IG game, from the YouTube game for a little while now, and now we're we're getting him back out of retirement. Um, but yeah, uh, last night's game was uh, for me. For me, looking at it, was definitely our most kind of like. I feel like veteran performance uh at least with my time here with the root so far and by that uh meaning we didn't we didn't give any any real opportunities to our opponent to to capitalize on which i think is always crucially important right you know in soccer uh draws are are um getting a draw in a game especially on the road are very uh, crucial to Getting, being in a position to make playoffs come the end of the year. Um, um, so from that lens, that's that's a positive. But with where we're at in the year um, and only having two games here remaining wins above all else. So I think we did well to kind of secure from that perspective, but um, maturing a bit in in recognizing where we're at in the season and and when's the time to take risk? When when's the time to um, take chances? Uh, also comes with experience. So these are these are positive experiences as a group for us to have collectively. And uh, what's most positive is we are still in a playoff uh, hunt, and we are still in a position to to make playoffs. So um, I think the the lessons we learned from our from the game yesterday. Uh, will be interesting to see how we bring those into the game here against uh, San Diego on Sunday. So, um, Ashley, welcome. What's going on? Good to see you. And like I've said, so let me pull up. We are waiting on our guest of honor here to join in to... Uh, have a little bit of a of a of a of a of an MSL session. Uh, let me see. Yeah, so Nia, you said you're still working on that next month. I don't know if you're drafting or writing up your kind of response to what I had asked. But let me see what else we got here. Man, there's a you know, uh, I started thinking about it more like the things that we're developing and and building to roll out. You also, I guess, it's a new experience of typically like right when we develop something new or we figure something out like immediately, I immediately bring it straight to the community and and share it right away, and uh, that's one approach to it. But then I, but then I started realizing and understanding better, like you know, uh, movies with a good plot twist at the end. The reason why the plot twist is so great is because you get to experience the movie without knowing what's going to happen or knowing immediately what happened, and then it's revealed to you um, at the end. So it's like different perspectives and, and angles of experience of what the experience can be like. If being a player is a different experience than being a fan, is a different experience of being the coach. Right, and um, those are different perspectives. And uh, I think about a lot of the stuff that we've been working on, and the Perfect Soccer team is continuing to grow, and the and um, and a lot of the the tools and resources that we're developing are starting to improve and 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 um, expand, and 
being in a position now where I see that we're able to bring things to to you guys that is not only they're not only just like new ideas new ideas are great and they're fun and they're cool but a refined idea that's been battle tested market tested and uh, delivers a, a consistent and a consistent experience in a certain level and quality is 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 um is what the brand of kind of professionalism is right and to become a professional um you've got to make a lot of mistakes and usually take what is perceived to be a lot of risk. So you, you, you spend a long time looking unprofessional um, to hopefully get to a point of professionalism. So, you know, a lot of the things I speak to here on the platform is, you know, make mistakes, uh, take chances, but most importantly, take personal responsibility for your mistakes and the chances that you take, right? And the role and position you play in the process. So, um, kind of sitting sitting or experiencing it from this angle as each experience with each club and organization is its own unique experience um you know a lot of the things that i'm 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 seeing from this angle and position has been uh very insightful right eye-opening helpful and i think will only further improve the experience of the perfect soccer community and uh and the platform we're creating here and the opportunities that we're we're developing and um ultimately i think uh, the outcomes of a lot of uh a lot of the things that i know each and every one of you um who's in the community who listens to this show who's uh, attended for some duration of time who's been out in your own industry in your own market in your own you know local communities and been figuring out ways to you know take personal responsibility for your personal development for your growth for your mentality uh for your community and uh you know know that you're not going to get it right all the time but open and willing to move forward with the right intentions has been uh, amazing to see so i, I want to give a huge shout out to the community um and the work i've been seeing uh each of you do and the and the work i don't see you do but i know you're doing based on some of the questions you come back to me with after some time so uh yeah uh appreciate that um from everybody um let's see what we got what we got what we got i just came to watch for a while i'm here getting for tomorrow so see you next week awesome pogba thanks for stopping by brother uh, good to see you. Hope you're well. Ian, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's see what we got here. Sage of DBZ uh, dropping the the target emoji and saying make it count. Exactly. Um, D. Piri, welcome. Um, uh, Sage of DBZ asks, how do you find the best process to return from injury? Um, I think the the best, uh, because some things don't work as others do. Exactly. So it's a, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's like chemistry, right? You're testing different things and, um, but you're also coming up with a plan, a plan of action, and then you're remaining committed and committed and dedicated to seeing that, that plan of action through. So whatever your rehab plan is, you're, you're committing to seeing it through. Uh, like you mentioned, it might not work out or be perfect, but if you're not consistent for long enough, you won't be able to understand if it's because that modality or that methodology doesn't work or it's because you didn't work the methodology. Um, what's uh, helpful is to, you know, uh, do your own research, which is always important. Uh, don't always take everything you hear and say as gospel, as if there can't be any anything wrong with it but also don't be so skeptical of information that you receive that you that you you don't you know try anything or onboard anything right listening is a risk and not listening is also a risk um understand uh understand that and then uh be take personal responsibility for whatever decision you ultimately make because that's what what you want to be able to do you want to be an individual who's has your own autonomy and the ability to uh you know, make your own decisions, 
um, and um, you know enjoy when things go well, but also acknowledge uh, the role you played when things don't go well. I think is in, is important in positions of leadership, at least. You know, and I think that's what we're really what we speak a lot to here. Um, how do you develop uh, strong leadership skills, strong leadership qualities, um, habits that function well for a team and, and community, right? And I think I think uh, the we do a good job of that here, and um, we've been especially focused on that here for a long time, and it and it shows in uh, the engagement in our community as well as the the impact. I believe our community makes, whether we're just one strong, two strong, or uh, one billion strong, which is what we're on a mission uh, here to accomplish and achieve, and I believe we will do just that. Time is the only uh, factor in when that happens. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Uh, Mati, M-A-T-A-I, 1000 drawing, welcome, welcome. M-A-D-R-I-D-T-S-A, 1334 joined as well. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Sebastian. I think my issue is I do Instagram on my phone, right? So if I try to do text and stuff, I close the IG live. Um. So Ryan, what's happening? Um, I sent a message here on. Um, on slack but we pivot what up wally yo speaking of colorado ogs you got a you got a mls cup champ who just tuned in uh, from that colorado rapids team uh wally was just uh i was showing oh wally i was showing uh this image earlier Oh, and of course, my okay. There we go. Of uh, of our starting lineup last night, and I know you see who's in that top right corner right there. Um, we need to maybe I'll set up a a. Um, we need to set up a. Not a reunion, but maybe a, a series where we interview. Oh, excuse me. Where we interview a lot of the guys from that team. I know uh, we've had previous Perfect Soccer podcast episodes. Who's attended? I know Ross has has done one. I'm not sure if we've had Andre. We need to get Andre on there. Rapids. And I gotta go through through the records, the history. Uh, I know we had Pablo joined uh, for the ask for the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show in the past. If you guys haven't checked that out, that's that's a good one. I need to reach out to uh, need to reach out to Tyrone Marshall. Uh, he's an OG OG. That'd be a good one to to speak with. Yeah, I'm gonna start thinking a little bit more on that because I think those would be good. Those would be great conversations. Uh, Sage of DBZ asks, how do you maintain stability throughout ups and downs of daily and yearly life, not just soccer? Um, stability, I think, I'll give a specific example. One way that helped me create stability was this show, right? The hashtag Ask Soccer Pro Show. I spent some, I spent a good amount of time really thinking about what is one day and one hour a week that I could dedicate to this 
that that would fit all the other things that I do, right? Being a husband, being a father, being a professional soccer player, being a farmer, being an investor, uh, being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, a son, uh, uh, you know, a brother. Um, I think there's a lot of roles, titles, and responsibilities that we each have individually. And what you end up investing or dedicating to to play those roles or to, you know, um, to do your job role or responsibility in those roles or positions is your time, right? Um, and that can pull you in any which direction, which can create um, instability, right? But I think you've got to find a time, uh, and it could, and if it's as little as one hour, one day a week, that's just dedicated to something you care about, you believe in, you're passionate about. Um, or it's one minute a week, you just start in there, or it's, you know, one day a week. Um, I think uh, doing the doing your own research and uh, breaking down your time and where you're at and finding that specific time that you dedicate to that specific thing that does that will not change whether you're with a new team or with a team, without a team, here, there, somewhere else, right? We've been doing the show every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live on the perfect soccer instagram account for an hour every single thursday um for over two years now right um that was a decision that was a commitment and that required discipline uh, and it also required moments in time where uh you know something could infringe on that time but i have to make a decision and and uh, take action to make sure that I block that time for this because that stability is important. And you might not know where you'll end up or what will happen along the way, that's the human experience, but what you what you can do is create kind of a pillar and stability around that. But stability has to come from a solid foundation. So um, uh, that's a, that's a good, good question. Maintaining stability through ups and downs only comes by maintaining your position through the ups and downs. So I, I might be sick or I might be tired. Uh, you've even seen us have the hashtag ask the soccer pro show when my second, uh, my second son was born, uh, uh, Lord Azenwa Ameriqua. You saw myself and my wife, uh, in the hospital and, saying hello and checking in and at least letting you guys know what we we're up to and what what was going on uh it was a condensed episode i don't think we went for the full hour i think we went for about 15 minutes that day right uh, and that day would be uh, may 23rd right so we'll see we'll go back and look and say may, may 23rd was a thursday um but it's showing up right i think showing up through the ups and downs is professionalism things can be going really poorly or or badly in your life or in the lives of those around you but professionalism is 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 showing up and uh remaining committed and it doesn't mean that you can't miss a day or, or things won't infringe upon it or get in the way but the goal and focus is to figure out how you can maintain and manage uh, your life your processes in a way that uh you can you can um you can consistently show up because um, you, you you show up enough, you hang around long enough, you spend enough time, you'll learn what you need to learn uh, to be able to participate, add value, and um, be a player in the game, right? Not just be a pawn in the game, steady getting played. Um, so uh, appreciate that that uh, that question. That's a good one. Uh, soccer dad for life joining in let's go exactly what up good to see you tiago thanks for joining in yeah that's tone just joined rock uh mark tackett yo shout out mark um said said shout out to the dedication most don't realize how hard that is um yep it's difficult to realize how hard that is because it requires you showing up when it's most difficult to show up. It's you stepping into a position when you want to step in the least. So I think a better way is like 
Think of the time where you're most scared, you're most unsure, you had the least amount of confidence you ever had, and you were most uncertain and unsure of your future or, or what was going on. And in that moment, you show up and you, you, you raise your hand and you step in to uh, take responsibility for, you know, that those circumstances and what your future will be, right? I think a lot of people get to those spaces in time. I think we all get into those space and time at, at some point in time. Um, but uh, a very small percentage of us step up in those moments for fear of it not working out or for fear of ridicule or criticism or uh, what others may think of them or say about them. And those are all legitimate reasons for why you choose not to or you ignore. Um, But when, like I spoke to you a little bit earlier, if we're talking about uh, creating a process for, you know, developing great leadership skills and um, accomplishing uh, an outcome or goals that few have few are able to accomplish uh, not because they're not capable but because they they've chosen to not take the actions or the responsibility necessary to earn the right to to uh, attain that position or influence then um, you know that is that is your decision so uh let's see what we got here uh soccer dad for life said that carries all through life and how you want to approach each situation that may arise correct that's why a lot of what we discuss here is mentality right that's pretty much the only thing that we discuss everything we talk about ties back to mentality and ties back to the three S's of self-awareness, the AmeriCorps process, and the design thinking process that I personally use to navigate uh, learning any new system process or organization, right? When, when you show up somewhere, um, you might be the dumbest person in the room who doesn't know anything, but uh, the goal should be to, to, the goal should be to learn as much as possible while you're in the room, whether you're only in there for a minute or uh, years, right? If you're, if you're, whether your professional soccer career, I'll use it tie back to soccer. Whether your professional soccer career is one day, uh, one month, uh, one year, ten years, or more, right? Uh, you've got to try to figure out a way to learn as much as you can in the limited time and opportunity you're going to get at every stage in your career. And uh, the older you get, um, the less. Uh, time you have to learn and make decisions Um, and the younger you are the more time you believe you have to learn and make decisions and and you know what I've talked on here for over 136 episodes as you guys can see on the on the on the screen there is time is 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 your most valuable asset Uh, it might not be the asset you value the most but uh, it is something you will learn to value more as time goes on or you will learn or you won't learn and uh, you'll squander the time that you have. Um, and we're trying to do the best we can to help facilitate that learning process because that's all it is. Um, let's see. see okay Nia said what do you think are some resources that every soccer player should have (laughs) well I think you need to have a perfect soccer team membership account because one it's free um, if you do a little bit of work to get access to it and two it's um, at this point hundreds of years of soccer experience and knowledge packaged into a a training center that you can uh, jump into download and and learn from um, on your own time, and uh, I think the, the almost the problem is it's too convenient and too easy to have access to it, um, and people tend to just put it off, and uh, then they don't actually download that knowledge and apply it uh, in their in their lives. But if if you're interested in not being one of those people, and by that is uh, someone who doesn't take advantage of opportunity when it's 
uh, staring you right in the face, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash free access and create yourself your, your Perfect Soccer Team membership account. Uh, get all of our books, tools, resources, videos, and future resources that we'll be adding. We'll be adding and have been adding over there as time goes on. Um, let's see. Yes, yes, Sage, I agree. Good question. Soccer Dad said, not sure if I asked before, but what are your thoughts on futsal? Um, I think it's a great, you know, it's a great way to develop your skills and get a different type of fitness. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Um, but uh, I, I think you can you can translate the skills and and the ideas that you that you can learn on the futsal court onto the the soccer field. But they are different uh, different sports and require different um, ways of approaching the game. JJUSEF7, you know, like the new uh, Avi, by the way. Uh, Quincy, where was your mental, when, where was your mental situations when you went down from MLS to Las Vegas to not having a contract to Oakland? Ooh, okay. Let's see. Hold on. Let me double check and make sure. All right. Um, what was your mental situations when you went down from MLS? So, okay. I think once you realize. I think okay, so that that was a that was a difficult that was a difficult time because I I feel like my last year in MLS right 2019 was the best year I had from a productivity standpoint, like minutes played versus goals scored and games won and points earned per minute was the highest. Uh, it had been relative to the last time it was highest, I think it was 2013. Was it 2013 or 2000? Yeah, 2013 with Chicago Fire, I think I played, I only played like 299 minutes, but I had four goals in that 299 minutes of time that I played, and I was just balling out in, in um, what do you call it, reserve league. I was dribbling off the kickoff and scoring goals. Like, I was I was playing well, but I wasn't, I wasn't getting any opportunities on the field, on the actual field, which... Uh, yeah, which I think lends itself to you having to figure out ways to just ball out with the opportunities that you have, right? I'm scoring bicycles and I'm scoring bicycle kicks and and multiple goals in uh in the reserve league and literally lit, I'm not joking when I said I was literally dribbled off the the kickoff and scored goals, and uh, you know that's why where I I ex, ex, share with a lot of uh, players who are frustrated or angry with like their situation or their circumstances, right? Like. Um, soccer's not fair. It, it's just that's what the the nature of the sport is, and it's how can you figure out ways to to break through and to 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 show your best. And sometimes, you know, um, it's what's happening off the field. What's off the field can have more of an impact and influence on what you what opportunities you get on the field, right? So you hear me speak a lot to having the right connections, learning how to build connections, build relationships. Uh, not only build your skill set so you're good on field, but uh, so you're ideal off the field as well too. And that that took me time, uh, but I I express that I I figure I really figured out something really good in 2019 um, that that I believe to be of great value, but uh, might not be seen as a value to the organization, right? So they they decide that they don't want to retain me. Um, and at that point, you're trying to really understand what it is that you're getting wrong and what you're missing, because, like I said, I, you know, I know I'll make mistakes, and I know I don't do everything perfectly. But what I do know is I have a, a deep level of work commitment and focus on, on and openness to the idea of how I could be wrong and open to receiving feedback to to do the work I need to to make up for my lack of, you know, talent or intelligence or whatever it is I'm lacking. Um, I, I think at that time I really, uh, I had a real hard self-reflection moment, which I typically do, but this was the, this was the, I think the one time where I, I, I came to the understanding like, no, I do not believe that this is as a result of me 
not working hard enough or not knowing enough or not being prepared enough. I feel there's something off with what's going on right now and I, I can't really put my finger on it. And if I think if you go back and re-listen to episodes around that time, so end of 2019, and maybe I'll go re-listen to those as well too, I think we were talking about like uh, MLS and expansion for expansion's sake, how do you actually generate revenue or money in the soccer world and is the is the league growing too fast and what does that look like and what does that mean? And I think, I think where the world was at reflecting back on that is a time where we were expanding and growing just for growth's sake and we needed to kind of have a reset and uh, a pause to really ask ourselves as, as individuals and as a society like, what do we value and why do we value it and what are we investing and spending our time in and why do we do that and is it something that we feel is is um, meaningful, purposeful, worthwhile. And I think, you know, shortly after that, then news of kind of the, you know, the, the pandemic started to come and then obviously, you know, we've seen what has been enacted or put in place as a result of that. And um, on that journey, right, on that journey, you know, my opportunity comes with Las Vegas uh, towards almost the end of that of that USL season last year. And, you know, that is an opportunity, an opportunity to to try to take what you've learned from the previous experience and and bring that as positively as you can into the next experience, right? And uh, uh, that was very unique, uh, to say the least. And that was also an extremely valuable experience, one that I'm very grateful for and I'm, I'm happy to have gone through. Uh, I definitely know it was not easy. It was a difficult experience, as was much of that time for everybody during the pandemic and the uncertainty of what the future held and what it looked like. But that lends itself into, you know, this year with the eventual opportunity with uh, Oakland Roots. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, they, were, they at the time were at the bottom of the table. Um, and there was a, 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 a space and position for me to come and join the, join the club. And, uh, yeah, I went all in on that as I go all in on everything that I do. And I'm uh, I'm happy, I'm happy in in doing so, and I'm 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 optimistic and hopeful of the the future here with the club and what they're building and what they're hoping to build and the things that they're going to need to accomplish accomplish those goals in the short, medium, and long term. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the the mental situations were very precarious at different stages um, of that because you're also saying during those time during all that time um, of staying in shape and being ready to go for an opportunity when it arises with the team uh, you know you're also um, out of a job out of work out of income you're uncertain of if there's going to be another opportunity Um, most of the world is shut down you uh, we're also, you know, build, build and establish uh, Black Players for Change (BPC), and um, doing that work, and um, investing and dedicating a, a substantial amount of time to that, um, and the partnerships and the amazing people and and um, organizations I've met and connected with along that journey and ride have been amazing. Um, but that doesn't mean that it didn't require an extreme amount of hard work and dedication while, you know, also being a husband at that time and, and, a and a father of two, two boys and, and having, you know, 10 plus employees on payroll that you're having to make sure that that money is getting there and getting to them because they've got family and kids and futures that they have to rely on. And, um, you know, (laughs) 
you guys saw me learning how to operate heavy machinery and tractors and doing construction work and literally anything and everything that I would need to do to make sure that I could make good and deliver on any and all of the responsibilities and and um, roles and positions and titles that you know I choose to hold as a you know as an Ameriqua right and uh, yeah it was really really hard it was really really difficult but I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything because it's it's what's uh, gifted me the opportunity to be the man I am today and have the the experience and understanding that I currently have so I appreciate that question man that was that was a that was a heavy one that one's a heavy one but it's uh it's a it's a it's a it's a good story with a good outcome and um it's an underdog story and we all like a good underdog story right and uh it's got the it's got all the emotions that you love from a from a psychological thriller right the msl the the psychological thriller of the world um yeah good guys win that's how it works right and good guys good girls uh you win in the end but it takes time it takes time takes patience takes dedication takes commitment and uh, you gotta learn and see when uh, you're not being the good guy or the good girl anymore and uh kind of rethink when you lost your way how you lost your way and uh how you can find your way back because there's always a road to redemption right um it can get hard to see that at times but uh, maintain belief that you can always build your way back. It won't be easy, and it might take you a long time, but you can always do it. You just gotta you gotta be resourceful. You gotta figure you gotta figure it out. And um, learning how to do your own research, I think, is key to uh, reducing the time it takes you to rebuild. Sage of DBZ says self-awareness is the most important thing, correct? And uh, the three S's of self-awareness is the process we use to to um, know how to uh, gain self-awareness if we don't have it and how to maintain it if, we're, if we've lost it or are losing it. And if you don't know how to do that, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. Again, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS. And you can listen to the three S's of self-awareness talk where I, um, I'm at Bill Hamid's camp out in, oh man, I forget where, where it was. But while I was in, when I was with DC, um, with United and, uh, that's the, the basis for radical transparency, which is what is the culture here at, uh, on the perfect soccer platform. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not sure. Unfortunately, it's looking like I'm not sure what technical issues or what had happened with Sebastian. Um, but we'll we'll get to the bottom of what. Let me see. Try to get to the bottom of what had happened. Let's see. Omar, what's happening? But the while we've been waiting, right? Uh, it's an opportunity for us to connect and, and learn and, and grow. And some great questions have definitely come in. So um, I'm grateful for the, the questions here because we've made good use of our time, right? Sometimes things don't work out. Many times things don't work out uh, according to plan. Uh, but in that time, we can still maximize our time and be productive with our time. And that's what the MSL mentality and mindset is all about. So I think uh, even speaking about the, the three S's of self-awareness talk, uh, we had technical difficulties with that presentation getting set up, and I speak to uh, that aspect that those technical difficulties and things not paying, playing out actually being an opportunity for us to uh, prove uh, the value of the MSL, uh, the value of the three S's of self-awareness, and, and why, um, why it's a value and important uh, to me and hopefully 
can become something that can be of value and importance to you if uh, if you are in need or in want of something that can help you accomplish and maintain your goals, which I believe many people would be interested in. Um, Yosef, uh, was it clear that, oh, I'm in my 30s, this was supposed to happen, or did you think I had more to give in MLS? Oh, um, let's see. It was it clear that, oh, I'm in my 30s. No, it was like, it was, oh, no, I have plenty more to give to the game, right? Obviously, my entire professional career up to that point had been in MLS, so the idea and thought would be, okay, I could continue to do so. I can pivot and I can play, you know, my goal, and I think I've done a great job of it, I'll toot my own horn, is being the, the great the greatest teammate of all time. Um, uh, uh, shout out the podcast I did um, when I got man of the match after the New England Revolution game with DC9 in 2019. If you guys want to go re-listen to that podcast and what I was talking about then about not being ashamed of wanting of my goals one of my goals is to be the greatest teammate of all time and i think my definition of greatest team of all time uh teammate of all time is maybe different than other people's definition of it but i think the impact and influence you can have on improving the lives and the futures and the careers and the the goals of the teammates and individuals you've connected with over the course of your career directly or indirectly, I think is, uh, is a part of that. Uh, some other people might not agree, but I, I think that's a part of that. And I, and I felt as though at that point in time, I knew I was older in my career, but I felt as though I've really mastered the art of being a great teammate. And I, I felt that in doing so, I would maximize the number of opportunities I'd have to continue to play the game that um, you know I fell in love with when I was you know three years old um, at the professional level. So I, I when I reflect back on it, I think I just went a little bit too hard in that. Uh, but I don't think it was too hard in the eyes of people who were there with me during that time, but I don't think too hard in context for the, the importance of what we were doing and establishing and learning and building at the time. That experience lent itself to me being in a position to have the experience, understanding, and wherewithal to, you know, uh, to come up with the idea for BPC and implement and put in place the the, the initial structure and uh, culture of radical transparency that uh, we as a group, as a player pool, came together and, and learned what we wanted and didn't want for ourselves in the short term, medium and long term, right? And it was it was good for me to better learn and understand the ways in which uh, people perceive me, uh, both positive and negative, and how those perceptions have lent themselves to uh, maybe outcomes that I, I would have otherwise uh, wanted to have. Uh, but I think the feedback is necessary. You hear me speak about it a lot on the platform or channel, right? The first pillar of three S's of self-awareness of the miracle process is self-honesty, right? Um, um, Self-honesty is a practice that you can practice on your own, but other people don't have to practice, right? Everyone has their their own right to practice what they want. And maybe their version of self-honesty isn't the same as yours, right? So I'm sharing this in terms of setting context that each individual is an individual, sees things in their own way, and has their own goals um, and objectives. And sometimes they align with you, and sometimes they are in opposition to you. Um, and that is what competition is. And in the professional world, uh, all is fair in competition, right? And um, whether you feel it's fair or not, right? So from that angle, yes, plenty to give to the sport, but it might not necessarily. Um, MLS might not be worthy of what we're bringing, right? Maybe the value exchange isn't isn't there anymore. Maybe we're bringing too much to the table. Maybe we're 
we're uh, we've outgrown it. We've outgrown MLS. Those are things that you don't. Uh, you're hearing me even think through now, self-reflecting on the process. Oh, I have more to give, but maybe you've given too much. Maybe that's what the problem is. You gave too much. You're too valuable. And if you didn't think of that, then maybe that's why you couldn't see bigger picture. Uh, but if you have a conviction and belief and dedication to doing things with the right intentions, in time you will see. Just like I'm seeing here now, like, oh, you know, USL. That's the, that is the opportunity. That is a place where maybe you will be uh, received positively and, and um, valued properly. But you don't know, um, especially not in the short term, right? And you learn. And now here we are with the roots and, you know, how I was brought into the organization and, and what I've seen from the organization and the process and the experience I've, I've been going through. Obviously, there are things that can be improved. There are, there are things that, um, that aren't perfect. Nothing is. But I do see opportunities and the intention to improve it and to learn from those mistakes and learn from those shortcomings and to learn from our inexperiences um, that I'm uh, that I'm optimistic I'm optimistic about and you know tether that with the fact that you know um, though I'm in USL and I'm playing I'm on a player I'm also still involved in you know the MLS diversity uh, working committee the diversity hiring committee and um, a lot of the processes that are being implemented at the MLS level from a top-down perspective, right? Um, so playing your role to be the best teammate you possibly can be in a different position um, might be necessary to create the, the greatest outcome. And uh, though you might want to be the player on the field and starting on the game and that might be what you want, uh, maybe the team needs you to play a different role so you can be of more influence and value to the organization and the ecosystem um, overall. And, uh, yeah, I think the, those are things that you learn. Um, you hopefully learn throughout your journey um, as you develop your leadership skills. Um, appreciate the question, man. Those are good questions. Help me, uh, help me to you know self-reflect and think about hey, where are we at in the process? Uh, a lot of the positive things I've seen grow. What's going on, Johnny? My teammate uh, stopping by, saying what up? Um, yeah. So unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, Sebastian wasn't able to attend. Um, we will get to the bottom of that and sort that out. I hope it wasn't. Um, I hope. I hope everything is good on his side, um, that an emergency didn't pop up. Um, but also I hope, uh, it wasn't something on our end, which it might've been, maybe we had kind of a scheduling conflict or a miscommunication somewhere, but we will, we will sort that out and, and, uh, uh, get that taken care of. Hopefully we will be able to reschedule and have him join, uh, sometime in the future. Um, Let's see, uh, Sage, so we'll go, let's say we'll go one more question here and we'll wrap up for today's episode. Um, Sage of DBZ asks, how do you see your competition as competition, but at the same time see people as regular people and just people you're playing with and not enemies? <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Um, based on, based on the the environment for which we are introduced. So when I show up, when I show up on the field in the game yesterday, wearing, wearing my Oakland roots Jersey, and I'm set there to play a game against Tacoma, the opponent is my competition. They are my enemy on the day. My job and goal is to beat them and win the game, right? Best case scenario is to beat them and win the game, right? 
best outcome. Worst case, tie the game and get out of there with uh, with one point and experience so that we can come back together, regroup, have a conversation, and, and really understand uh, uh, how we weren't able to secure three points, right? So objective one is the main objective is get three points. The second objective is to uh, leave with at least one point. And um, the context and environment already sets the stage for who's, comp- who's your competition, who's not. When you walk out into the world, now that is an environment where there is competition, but there's also not competition. Some people aren't playing a game, like I said, right? Are you a pawn in the game city getting played? If you don't know that there's a game being played around you, you're a pawn in the game city getting played, right? So if we go out into the regular world and we don't believe that we, there's a game at play and there isn't competition and there isn't people who are people, entities, or things that are looking to take advantage of or exploit you, then in my opinion, that is where your ignorance lies or where you are uh, naive. Now, are you willfully naive? Do you choose to be ignorant because it serves you to, to, to be so? That is also your decision, right? You choose to do your own research or not. If there's something in front of you out in the world that you do or don't understand, do you just let it be or do you at least uh, do your own research to learn more? Again, your own decision. Um, I think defaults going out into the world is not perceiving or believing someone to be your competition or your, or your enemy. So you're willfully being naive or ignorant because they very well may be your enemy. They very well may not have your best intentions in mind. But that individual might also not have your best intentions in mind because of their negative experiences and traumas leading them up to that point in time in life. So at that point in time, it's a practice of empathy. It's seeing the other person as a human just as you hopefully want them to see you as a human. And sometimes it takes time for people to see your empathy because they might see you as their enemy. They might see you as being confrontational. They might see you as being disruptive. They might see you as pushing too much or doing too much. Just as I mentioned earlier, right? When I look back, I say, oh, I can see how what I was doing could have been perceived as doing too much at the time. But, right, time will tell what your intentions were or weren't. And when we can self-reflect on the process and be honest with yourself, which is what you're hearing me speak to right now, being honest with myself is saying, oh, I can see now and understand that what I was doing at that time could be perceived as doing too much at that time. But upon self-reflection... I under I know and I know and understand what my intentions were at that time and my intentions I believe were with the right intentions and the things that I've seen result as a result of that time lent me to believe that that is true and that's what I share with everybody here on on the platform ah okay Sebastian I think we got a scheduling Oh, is the scheduling issue? That's on my end. What is going on, man? Let me see. Oh. Yo, Sebastian, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, I joined too early. See, I couldn't... Now you guys are seeing. I couldn't even... I couldn't see... Um, oh, when you make a mistake, you can't... You typically can't see your own mistake until enough time passes. I see that there's a disconnect in a conversation. There's a disconnect on what's going on, but I didn't understand or know what the disconnect was. I mentioned that I'll get to the bottom of it and see what it is. But now I can see uh, what the problem was. The problem was I joined the IG Live too early because <laughs> uh, my scheduling here is uh, Quincy Talks episode from five to six and then the hashtag ask the soccer pro show so sebastian brother are you are you there can i get a thumbs up if you're if you are there and good to go and we'll get you tied in here 
we'll get you here on the live and um, good to go. And what we'll do is, okay, thumbs up. What I want to do, okay, so Sebastian, I made a mistake and that mistake was I joined the live an hour early. So we're here having a conversation, talking, <laughs> uh, waiting on you to join. But I'm the one who is who is uh, who who joined too early. So I don't know if Instagram will kick us off in the middle. So what I'm going to do is let me end this, publish this episode, so we've got it, and then I'm going to re-kick on the live, and then you join back in, and we'll we'll do we'll do our we'll do our episode or show. So if that's good, maybe give me some Jesus hands or whatever if we're good to go on that, and then I'll I'll get it uh, kicked back on here. Perfect. Okay, and everybody who joined in, and those who will re-listen to this replay in the future, um, apologies for me on that, but I love the questions that came in uh, for today's episode. Uh, this will be available up on, on on the replay, and everyone will be able to join in for uh, me and Sebastian here in just a minute. Uh, for for today's episode 136. If you listen to this episode and you learn or gain anything of value or gain any insights, we'd love for you to reach out to us and let you let us know what you've learned as well as leave a comment or a review on the podcast or platform that you're currently listening. Thanks again.